Maggie. I'm Alex. And this is Socially Course. The podcast for all things geek, nerd, TV, film and marriage. And Alex could not be further away from his microphone. Hey. <laughs> Thank you. So, today we will be talking about a victory for fandoms everywhere. Brooklyn Nine-Nine got saved. And we want to talk about why we love that TV show, why it works, and what this means for, you know, nerdy TV shows in the future. I mean, this is something that Firefly fans could only dream of accomplishing, whereas they've managed to do it with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So, let's get right into it. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Awesome. Cool. I summarise it well, don't I? Yeah, that's pretty much the end of the podcast like... right there. <laughs> no. Yep, there she goes. I got a yawn once, at least. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is really good because it merges the humor and seriousness well it's like scrubs in that sense it it kind of took really humorous interactions between the characters while also keeping the seriousness of the outside world around them and they still still get into steel still get into the cop parts of the of the series i think they handle um certain issues very well they have been praised for that like for example the you know whole coming out of diaz as bisexual was treated in such an easy going way that it meant it was not like treated as something really special that needed to be really precious like it's just way of life it's fine deal with it move on um so it it went really well and I think the level of humor with Brooklyn Nine is done really cleverly as well, and the cast is like gels really well. I mean, Terry Crews is <laughs> like a terrified <laughs> lieutenant; it's just enough to make you laugh. And also Sergeant. Holt, Sergeant. Sorry, why did I think lieutenant? He did apply to be a lieutenant, but he failed. Ah, yes, he failed his lieutenant exam. Um, and then Holt. Oh, Holt, the best. <laughs> ah. Am I just doing the talking here? Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. It's a good TV show, but I mean, I can't see it doing anything beyond this season that it's been saved for. Well, we needed Jake and Amy's wedding. I know, but I I can see it being a, a finale of a season, like... It gets a good send off, but I hope they do stop it there. They don't keep dragging it out. Because the quality of the episodes has gotten steadily worse. I still love it, but there's no real ongoing plot. There's like running gimmicks and things like that, but there's no serious kind of ongoing thing. It's, it's almost like a sketch show. Well, yeah. But that's so funny. Yeah, but they get boring real quick. I love it. I love Andy Samberg. I love the whole cast, but it's like... I don't think it should be renewed for more than just one last season. Because as much as I am love it, all the gimmicks that make the TV show what it is are getting dull now. It's like, we get it. Yeah, Terry is really... He's this massive dude, but... 
he's really scared all the time and he's got three little girls at home and you've got Holt who's this really deadpan robot and then you've got Jake who's super immature and he's marrying Amy who's like polar opposite of him and Diaz is a badass and Gina's a Gina it's like you know these things were good while they lasted but dragging them out any longer than that I think is just unnecessary and it'll just make it. It'll just make us resent it. You can put a sad face all you want, but you know I'm right. It'll just make us resent the TV show. Talk for yourself. You know I'm right. I'm a person who's still a fan of Big Bang Theory. Okay, I'm very loyal when it comes yeah, to TV shows. Yeah, but you know it's really bad, though. Yeah, and I will still watch every single episode and get mad when it eventually does stop after season twelve. You know it'll come back. Um, but it's yeah, like I, I do love Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's one of my favorite TV shows, but. So, you're not excited about the renewal? Not really. Oh, great. I'm excited because I wanted to get a good send-off. I didn't want it to do what most of my favorite TV shows tend to do, which is just disappear, because they get cancelled. And by the time they get cancelled, they've already written and done all of the episodes that they have for their last season, so they don't get a chance for, like a proper hmm. finale or anything like that which is it leaves it with no closure or anything like that which gets really annoying and but, I, th- I think one of the reasons that this one got renewed and firefly didn't for example was because the public has a lot more sway now with which regards is good. to like social yeah it's good with regards to like social media and things like that there's more of a chance for them to kick off about no one's gonna write into is it fox that two brooklyn nine nine Yes. Um, no one's actually going to physically write into them, or at least not many people, mm. and say, hey, what are you doing to Brooklyn Nine-Nine? It's far easier to go on Twitter and be like, at Fox, you dicks. Yeah. Where's Brooklyn Nine-Nine season six? And then? I think this is, I don't know, from my personal perspective, this is the first time that I've seen a show actually succeed, well, a fandom actually succeeded at doing that, which is pretty impressive, really. Well, it's all the private streaming companies as well they see all of these fans kicking off about it and they think ooh well yeah but NBC was the one who picked it up in the end yeah but still they're they're still a big network like yeah it's just one of those things where it's like they see the profit in renewing it Mm. for X amount of seasons they see all these people kicking off about it and like right it's got a dedicated fan base pick it up before someone else does Mm. Uh, which I'm not saying it's a bad thing Mm. but yeah I mean, I just think that potentially shows could suffer from the fact... I mean, Brooklyn Nine-Nine was known to be on the verge of cancellation for a long time. A long time. So it could suffer from the writers kind of... <laughs> if you could hear that, that would be hilarious. I very much it could it. suffer from the writers actually knowing that that's going to happen and therefore putting less effort in in a weird way but like at the same time it that's not i know that's not how tv shows work but i feel like if the outcome of your writing is going to be that it gets cancelled anyway would you really like put as much effort in maybe that's why it was suffering in quality because Mm -hmm. overall it was getting kind of pressured into thinking okay we could get cancelled here but i don't know it could be that this revived like opportunity 
could give them the new lease of life and they'll do something a little bit different and they'll change the scope enough so that it can be fresh. Maybe, but then they run the risk of everyone kicking off because ah, a new network's got a hold of it and they've changed the formula well, no, the because show altogether. I think this is unique, though, because NBC were the ones who originally started it. Mm. Then Fox bought it and then NBC get it back. So NBC were the ones responsible for it even coming to life in the first place. It's odd, isn't it? I'm sensing a pattern here where Fox seems to get their hands on a TV show and suddenly oh God, it yeah. bombs. Oh, yeah. I wonder why that is. Because Fox are dicks. Because they're such a reliable, steady network. You know. They're also the ones who won't let Seth MacFarlane stop doing Family Guy. So. Jesus Christ, just let him stop. <laughs> They've got a really bad track record. They have of... a really bad business plan. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. That's probably why places like Netflix have been really successful. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because well, I am surprised Netflix didn't pick up Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Well, like we said, we found out why. They were actually the first ones off the bat to be like, yes, we want to consider this. Naturally. But then, because of Fox and Hulu having a, an agreement, they couldn't. So which was a bit backwards. of a shame. So backwards. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I do like it. And the character dynamics and all that kind of stuff are good. But they are starting to get on the wrong side of boring now. Once Jake and Amy got together, it's like, uh, you know, is there anything else really to keep the show trucking along? Holt's not really this deadpan robot anymore. He is still, but every now and again he's more human. I know. It's such a good show, bro. Terry's still really... Hilarious. Like, quite uptight and quite strict with regards to certain things, but then obviously he's really laid back, and Boyle still worships... Peralta. <laughs> Good job. We man. are just terrible podcasters here. I'm tired. Me too. Um, I. It's really difficult because things like SNL have been popular for so long, mm. and yes, they do political sketch or like. I was gonna say that's yeah, more of a current uh, news yeah, sketch, lifestyle sketch, show. but. If Brooklyn Nine-Nine could pull off the, you know, embracing the fact that they are more of a sketch comedy show, but interlace it with, like, I don't know, discussing, like, the real life and please Because, like, they put a lot of work into it. I mean, all the actors actually did spend time with, like, real coppers and got their hands on everything and stuff but like that. But There's, like, minimal continuity with it. There was that episode recently where... They were investigating a cult. Do you remember that when Boyle got trapped in this like pyramid scheme? Jay trying to sh- trying to oh, shake yeah. out the, and so they tried to take down this cult, and they ended up getting outfoxed by them. And then at the very end of the episode, Amy was like, Peralta and Amy were at like a market or something, and Amy was like, "Who's that guy taking pictures of us?" And Peralta's like, "Oh, yeah, he's from that cult. He's going to be following us around from now on." And that was it. Like, never heard from that ever again. Yeah. And I get that you, you can't make it too serious, but that could have been a running theme for, like, two or three episodes where eventually yeah. could have they take it down. Because nothing happened with Jay trying to shake her after that and stuff like that, you know? It's just... Mm. It's, it's one of those TV shows where it doesn't rely on a continuous plot or a continuous... The, the continuous plot is they're all detectives. Yeah. These are the characters. These are the wacky zany adventures they get up to. Yeah. And that's it. That can only last. The formula can only go for so long before everyone's like, right, okay, you know, you're five seconds into the episode and you already know what's going to happen. 
that's what I don't want it to become. Yeah. Because I do like it, and I want to see it get the send-off it deserves, where you see them get married and mm. all that kind of stuff, and it's just... I don't know. I don't know. Mm, I think they could do it justice at some point, maybe. One day. Please. NBC, please. <laughs> Well, like I say, they were the ones who started it, so I mean, they've got to have some idea what they want to do with it. They have to at least have thought out how they were going to end it. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming so, because it doesn't... We haven't gotten news that they got signed on to multiple seasons. It is just one season. I hope so. I really do. (laughs) Well, I started this episode being really positive about the fact that a TV show that we love got saved, and you just shut me down. I'm just being realistic, that's all. I don't care. Be positive. We said this was going to be a more trolly episode. Because positively realistic. So, mental health awareness week, guys. <laughs> no, we've already done that. Damn it. We had our moment of glory. Now it's gone. Can we not no. do another one of those? Because that was fun. It's not, not really mental health awareness week anymore. Yes, it is. Till the 20th. Oh. Yeah. That's today. Right. So, I think it's a very positive, like, I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine itself, yes, it could just do one season and it'd be alright. At least it would have gotten a good send-off, like you say. But I think if we look at the bigger picture of what this renewal means, the fact that customers have that ability in network shows to be able to influence Mm. their outcome... That's a really good thing for the future because a lot of shows where they have a dedicated fandom, but maybe not the kind of fandom that watches it religiously on TV as it comes out, can sometimes struggle with being kept on because the numbers aren't as visible. But the fact that social media can now be used to verify Mm. the validity of a show could mean that we could get some more quality stuff. Because I feel like the shows that suffer with this are ones that are breaking the mold a little bit that aren't doing yeah you know the same thing as friends how i met your mother all of that kind of stuff big bang theory even admittedly they've they're just popular because they're the same formula on friends they're getting some weird stuff there's a love triangle at some point um it could mean that shows where it's a little bit more profound and the audience, while a little bit more niche, can now be a little bit more visible. Could just see an era of maybe some interesting TV shows. Just yeah, like. but it's also largely down to Netflix broadcasting this image that they can do what they want, how they want. Mm. And other networks and other streaming services are starting to pick up on that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this has been cancelled, but it's really popular try and get it like, yeah because they realize they have the power to do that yeah they're not trying to dance around each other they're not trying to not step on each other's toes anymore it's just like this is popular they were stupid enough to cancel it mm-hmm. we'll be the ones who pick it up and yeah. redevelop and blah 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 so yeah i think a lot of that is down to the success of netflix and it, like i say networks looking at that and thinking we could do that yeah absolutely and they have the budget and the yeah, gravitas and the as well. And the means. Whereas I think, I'm not sure whether Netflix is actually making a heck of a lot of money. I feel like it's like Spotify where they're mm. kind of getting by, but they're waiting on the long-term investment to kick in. But actually, I was going to segue perfectly from the 
TV shows that we're going to be seeing. So you ruined that segue. Segue away. So we could be seeing a lot of, you know, interesting TV shows. Like, for example, two TV shows that we have talked about previously when the first announcement came out, which is Lord of the Rings TV show and Galaxy Quest TV show. So we have, we randomly looked it up again just to see if there were any news about both of these. And it turns out that while we haven't heard anything new from Galaxy Quest, we just know partially what we already knew at the time, which is that the new series would focus on how fandom has evolved from the Star Trek era, you know, how fans have changed, and it'll kind of try to merge the old school fandom. Yeah, Um, because obviously the the old cast kind of. left it alone for a little bit because of um, Alan Rickman dying, which obviously makes sense to us. Yeah. I mean, he was a, you know, a very influential person. Um, So we haven't heard anything necessarily about when that could potentially come out. Thanks, sweetie. Um, Cables trailing everywhere. But we have seen something new about the Lord of the Rings TV show, which actually kind of follows on from what we said in our podcast episode about it which was back in november time something yeah um which is that it looks like the show will focus on aragorn's origin story yes which we did say would be a very good focus for them that hasn't been confirmed yet that's just the most popular theory at this point well it's it's one that seems to be hinting at yeah it's it's the one that makes logical sense when you look at it but it's the one that would also mean that they could do a good job of it, which is, you know. Which I would obviously, I mean, I imagine a lot of people would like to see that. Yeah. You know, how we ended up not being a part of the whatever royal family anymore. And mm. he ran away to be a part of the Dunedain Rangers. And then he obviously fell in with the elves and Elrond and fell in love with, what's the chops? Um, oh yeah, what was her name? Who knows? But it actually kind of also makes sense based on the last Hobbit film, which is the last film that we saw from that franchise, because the last line in that was go find... Yeah. Well, not last line, but the the Legolas was sent to find one of the Dunedain. Aragorn. Yep. He is one of the Dunedain. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, could be really interesting, because if, if they are taking that tack, that could be really, really good. I'd like to see that. It, it depends who they get to play young Aragorn. Because his character is obviously quite... Complex? ...reserved and complex. So it's not like they could get this really brash... No. ...young, you know, actor in who's going to be, like, playing it up all the time. Like, Aragorn, to me, doesn't seem like that kind of character. Mm. He's kind of living with this shame of who his father was and what he's led the world into and he's kind of run away from that responsibility and all he wants to do is forget about it and kind of fight evil, I guess. Yeah, I guess. So that would be an interesting casting choice. Mm. Could they see G.I. Vigo Mortensen to do it? Eh. <laughs> I mean, they are supposed to age slower than everyone else the Dune Dime. That's true. I don't think they could stretch it quite that far. No. You can do it. No. You can do it. No. You can do it. No. You can do it, They'll Amazon. probably get Orlando Bloom in a, as a cameo, though. If they do oh, yeah. Aragorn's young life. Oh, yeah. Because the elves are immortal. 
Oh, poor Orlando Bloom. Right. He already looked way too old in the Hobbit. He's never going to lift that role down. That's going to uh, be him typecast forever. Yeah. It's he that just... and Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, don't even get me started on that one. No, I would rather not. Um, so, yeah. That could be really, really good. So that could be something it looks like Amazon have potentially picked up the right end of the stick with something like that where, you know... It's. It was probably picked up mainly because of the potential, the earning potential for them. But actually, you know, as long as they take the story in the right direction, I don't think nerds would be mad at that. Mm. And also, if you do it as a TV show, you just have so much more scope for exploring that character and giving us a little bit more insight into Middle Earth in general. Yeah. So that would be really, really cool, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode, as you can see. Apologies. Don't be negative. I'm not being negative. But what I wanted to say was, if anybody knows of any, um, new things coming out, any geek news that we need to be aware of, then please let us know. Anything that you hear a rumor of, please let us know. You are dedicated fan base. Yes. All ten of you. Mm Mm-hmm. And also... We might be having another guest in a uh, couple of months or so. Yeah, yeah, let's call it a couple of months just in case. But we might be having another guest, guys. So we'll let you know what's going on with that as soon as we know what's going uh-huh. on with that. Mm-hmm. It's part of a promotional thing, but yeah. guest is a guest. A guest is a guest. Um, and yeah, so Alex, have you got a random useless fact for us today? No. As part of scheduled programming? Okay, no. cool. So, no. Uh, so the random use fact for today is, and I find this one hard to believe because I'm trying to imagine it in my head and I can't. Mm-hmm. But apparently, nearly eighty percent of all animals on Earth have six legs. Yeah, now you're stumped. Uh huh. Uh-huh. No. Uh huh. Surely, if you just take into account birds, and aquatic creatures this probably takes into account like bugs and well, i would have eh. thought because well then if they take it positive cows have four legs five of the most if you know what i'm saying oh sorry i completely misread you that four legs yeah you? jesus christ i completely misunderstood that one six is bigger than four sweetie she did not take that well Maggie, do you have any good news for us this afternoon? No, I'm going to stick with this random useless fact, because what? No. No. Oh, do just... ants have six legs? Bloody Google it. Can you stop moving my microphone? I can't. The cable's right underneath well, my legs. Well, can you stop moving your legs? No, I'm a restless person, okay? Yeah, there we go. So, it is... Pr- so, do ants have... Six legs? Is this a stupid question? I don't know how many legs do ants have. Six. They have six legs. I I was going to say six, but I thought it might have been eight or something. If if we're going to say proportionally, there's, what, like 19 ants to every human in the world? How many ants are in the world? 7.2 billion humans. 10 trillion ants. There we go. So that's why... Because if you take ants into account, <laughs> what the? 
No, that can't be right. I think I, no, that was just a. I'm pretty sure there was a statistic somewhere where it's like, yeah, like eighteen ants to every human in the world, or something like that. Ten to the power of fifteen, or ten to the power of sixteen. Okay. One and ten quadrillion at any one time. So you know, there's a fair few ants. So just taking that into account. Yeah, eighty percent of all animals on the planet have six legs. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Cool. That Maggie, is a random useless fact that you, actually was useful. Actually, have any good news? I do have some good news, Finally. and wow, <laughs> where's all this tood coming from? Tood. Yeah. The fact that you've just said tood was G- so makes you give me more tood. So uncomfortable. It travelled back in time and made me. Miserable for this episode. Wow. Just because you said tood, it reverberated the space time. So apparently I've increased the amount of tood I'm getting. Stop saying it. <laughs> tood, Alex. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's alright, everyone. The weekend's nearly over. We can go back to the monotony of work. It's fine. Tood. <laughs> right. If so. any of you are actually real. Can you just stop being so cynical? Jeez! What is today? The day of Alex is a miserable bastard? Isn't that every day? Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll take you to see Deadpool tomorrow, okay? Maybe you'll stop being so miserable. We were going to go do that anyway. Shh. <laughs> so, in the good news for today, um, scientists have repurposed nanoparticles that are used to fight cancer and they are liposomes which can apparently deliver part like deliver the medicines to the right part of the body which is an interesting concept in itself and probably need to explore at some point but they are using them to help rescue malnourished crops so in this world of you know we are woefully woefully overpopulated and it's only going to get worse. So we're going to need to save every single resource that we have. You know, the fact that we can um, use these tiny liposomes to um, soak the, you know, the nutrients into the plants and save them rather than the sprays, which are apparently much less effective, means that we'll have better yields for crops and stuff like that. So we don't have to worry as much. You know, the world's not as overcrowded as everyone thinks. Well, it feels like it when you walk outside. I mean, there's a fair few people about, but I mean... Well, it's just like, I feel like the fact that, you know, we're having to... Like, I mean, England in particular is quite, like, highly crowded. Like... Not after Brexit, it won't be. So anyway. Oh, so that's how they wanted to get over that. Yeah, right. (laughs) That's what Brexit is. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, so... And also, in the world where more and more vegans are coming out of the woodwork, yeah. I'm sure they'll be very happy to know that crops will now be able to be saved a lot more efficiently. So, but you're you all also damaging the environment, so whatever. Sh- that's a topic for another time. Messing with the ecosystem. Shut up. Now, if you want to express your opinion, if you want to be miserable like Alex is being right now, then just tweet us, Instagram, comment us, let us know. What you think? Let us know if there are, like I said, any things that you think we have missed. Uh, you really, you're gonna lick your microphone. 
Stop it. No, no beard on microphone. You don't have a beard, to be fair. That's stubble, okay, leave me alone. Tiny bit of stubble. Yeah, you're right. You've got more stubble than I do. Yep. So, if you want to support the channel, you can always find the uh, Kofi button on the website and send us a cup of coffee. Um, if you're a bot listening to this, obviously get clearance from the US government first. That would be yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And um, say agents who are watching us, hey guys, yeah, can you yeah. send us a coffee? Let that us know would be that great. I mean, you're listening to us anyway. You might as well just send it over. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, if you've got a random useless fact or a piece of good news you want to share with us, please do. We'll put it in the episode. Um, because... Sherry's caring! There we go. Um, <laughs> so you can find us on iTunes and Twitter and Instagram and sometimes, not often, on Facebook. Um, you can get in touch with us there. Like Maggie said, there's the comment section on the website. Yes. It's all very exciting. You, there's so many ways you can get in touch with us. You guys are just choosing not to, so thanks. That's <laughs> trolling on a whole other level. <laughs> If you could leave a review, subscribe, mm-hmm. give us a rating whenever you can. That would also be massively helpful. We can grow the channel, etc., etc. So, that about wraps it up for today. Can you call so, it the channel? It's not YouTube. It's still a channel. <laughs> hey! So I unplugged Maggie's microphone and thought it was hilarious until in editing this episode ready to upload it turns out everything we said in the five minutes after I unplugged Maggie's microphone didn't register because for some reason unplugging unplugging Maggie's microphone made my microphone not work. Yeah. Even though the sound... uh, Right. So like, share and subscribe. (laughs) Because sharing is caring. I was, like, it was so funny because I was screaming at Alex's microphone from afar what, to what try and get the perfect my... little clip for the I episode know, and everything, but I now know. it's just, now it's just classic outro. Yeah, sorry so, guys. <laughs> that about wraps it up for this episode for the second time. Yep, but Thank for you, you guys it's the first time. Yeah, you guys are lucky. Thank you all very much for listening. We always appreciate it. As yep. always... I've been Alex. I've been Maggie. And this was Socially Cool.